And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode number 72. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Old Bridge Pizza. And brought to you by Chaos Gym, located, as always, behind... Um, Comfy on 516. Also, they will be moving soon for the winter to have a little bit of an indoor place. Um, I guess DM the Instagram for any details about that as well if you're looking to sign up. I know a few more Bear Down athletes signed up recently, so good to see uh, guys getting back in shape and stuff like that. Very nice. Week 9 preview. Wow. Wow. Season has flown by. Um, before we get into the games, we don't have the specific time slots yet because... Uh, Captains are still figuring that stuff out, so we're just going to talk about all the games here in kind of a random order. But um, do we have playoff scenarios? Like, can we can we start thinking about a playoff picture? Do we have anything like that? I know, Dylan, you've been doing – actually, let me introduce you, Dylan. Dylan Shrey joined the podcast back uh, – Tommy Savaro, my father, back on the pod today after missing the recap pod because you were not at the field either last week. No. Didn't do my, I didn't do much talking on the podcast yesterday anyways. I was letting those guys speak. Fun podcast yesterday. Definitely go check that one out if you have not – uh, what are the playoff scenarios looking like, Dylan? Uh, we got the one verse eight as the Falcons versus Patriots. We have the two verse seven as the Dolphins versus Bills. The three verse six as Lions versus Panthers, and the four verse five is Seahawks Cardinals. Um, the Packers are one game behind of behind the Patriots at two and five, and they own the tiebreaker, which could be big. But with so many teams with three and four wins it's very hard to tell who truly owns the tiebreakers going into playoffs so and everyone i think uh last week of the season it's gonna like those are gonna det- those last games are gonna determine i think a lot of playoff spots will still be up for grabs we won't know playoff matchups definitively until probably after the last week of the season but um as we get to that we'll give you the scenarios more as we get them but a lot of teams in the middle of the pack just are in must wins yeah everyone's in i think every team is in a must win because um, yeah, if you have even if you have three like, three wins are in the playoffs right now, but if you lose out, I don't know if three gets the eight seed. No, I think I think four will have to get the eight seed because, I mean, unless all the teams at the bottom just lose the – the unless seven through 11 just lose out and all the other teams win out, four wins is going to be in the playoffs. So, I said it was two at the beginning of the year, so I'm glad to see a lot more parity in the league than uh, – Double. It almost We're predicting four gets you in now when we thought two would have – that's double. Like that's a that's may not seem like a big deal, but that actually is a really big deal. Yeah. Uh, here are the games this week: Dolphins, Panthers, Packers versus Cardinals, Lions versus Bills, Patriots versus Seahawks, Falcons versus Bucks. I'll start from the top: Dolphins versus Panthers. Dylan, your team, your game. Kurtzman, you just lost to the Panthers, so you could give insight as well on this one. Uh, how do you feel about this matchup between your team and the Panthers? Uh, well, first, I'm going to preface this by saying we have no Sean, no Mork this week. So another week where we're a little shorthanded for our own team. Um, we have shown in the past that, you know, this doesn't stop us. We have the next man up mentality. We have flexibility with our roster. I think um, we're really excited to face Augie, especially coming off a win, you know, l- better competition, better a fiercer battle, to, for lack of a better for lack of better terms, but um, I still am confident in what we have. I, I like our matchups across the board. Uh, I think that our the way we have kind of perfected our offense using Cody Norin as the leaker up the middle and in, in combination with our perimeter threats, uh, I'm still really excited for this game, and I think that we'll be able to move the ball on Augie's defense without, uh, without hesitation, and I think I like our chance in this game. 
Dad, how do you feel about the, this matchup? I know you didn't get to see last week. Uh, the Panthers looked good, and they beat the Lions. But uh, based off based, uh, based off your memory and what you've seen so far throughout the whole season up to that point, how do you feel about this matchup? I'm kind of shocked that uh, that only pulled off the win last week. Well, it just goes to show you, you know, you picked him as MB, uh, preseason MVP for a reason. He's got that kind of ability. I said Augie MVP is back alive. <laughs> but any, any team quarterback by Sobs, that's, that's the team I'm going to go with. Um, I think that Augie rejuvenated off a huge win. Um, he's going to give Sobes a battle. This is a uh, little... Uh, father-son matchup? Yeah, a little, little father-son matchup here. Augie, first time playing against Sobes as a quarterback, both as a quarterbacks in this league. Um, I think Augie's team is going to be rejuvenated. They're revived after that big win. Now they have confidence in themselves. They know that they can beat anyone in this league. Um... It's going to be a fierce matchup. I'm just looking to see if the defensive line can do what it did last week against me, against them, especially them being shorthanded. That's going to be key to this game. And at the end of the day, guys are going to have to make plays for Augie, and Augie's going to have to make plays for himself. So if I wasn't there. Who was the big weapon for Augie last week? He didn't really. Sedano subbed and had four sacks. Is Spo subbing for Augie this week? That's the official sub, right? That's his official sub for the replacement for Connor Romano. So Spo is going to be playing wide receiver on the Panthers as well in this game. Uh, Dylan, talk about the Panthers a little bit. What do you think? Uh, what do you think you're gonna have to do to stop? Like without giving your game plan away, but um, what you've seen on film, what do you think they did better in uh, than they've been doing in, in previous weeks? I think that you said you talked about it a little bit on the pod, but the last pod, but expand a little. Bit. Uh, I think that their line played their best game of the season last game. Gave Augie some clear running holes instead of you know just having him having to improvise and uh, get really creative. I think that um, with Spo solving for them this week, this gives them a definitive deep ball threat, which can open up the offense to more underneath routes, more design runs, further expanding on the success they had last week. Um, it's it's good to see that they're getting a sub for Connor because you know Connor was one of the best receivers in the league and just to lose him with without replacement is could have been the reason that Augie's offense was struggling. So it's good to see him get a win without Connor and without Connor sub. And now this week, um, the uh, the ceiling's the roof. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kurtzman, you guys obviously coming off the loss to the Panthers. Are you going to be taking? I'll let you start off with the picks. Are you going to be taking the Panthers? In this game, no, I'm riding wow. with Sobes. Um, I just listen. I think we talked about it a little bit before the podcast. Sobes and any team could have it has them in any single game. Probably going to be an elite team in the league. Um, Sobes makes all the throws in the field. He is, I personally believe, the best quarterback in the league, and he's played like it all season. Hasn't really had an off game yet. Um, we'll see if the Panthers' defense can say something about that and make him have his first game where you really see him maybe struggle. But uh, I'm riding with Soaps. Dad? I'll go with the Miami Sobieskis. <laughs> wow. Wow. Disrespect wow. to Basically Dylan saying, sitting right here. Yeah. Wow, Jesus. Dylan, you're taking your team I'm, as well? I'm taking the Dolphins, but I will say I think the a key to the Panthers' victory will be um, turning Soaps over. I think he only has two interceptions in the year, and I want to say that one was on a conversion and one was on like a end of half play or also could have been a conversion. I'm not sure. So no like live ball turnovers for Sobes. So I think that if the Pandas can be the first team to, you know, turn the Dolphins, us, our team over, um, it'll put them in a good position to win. But I'm still taking my, our team. I will be taking the Panthers in this one. I got Augie back to back. 
upset wins. I took him last week against Kurtzman and the Lions. Augie. Augie's shaking his head. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Augie's an idiot. But <laughs> I'll tell you now, Augie has Augie as a quarterback has never lost to a Sobes-led team. Therefore, I'm going to be taking Augie in this game. Upset. After he's never played a Sobes-led team. He, he never hasn't. lost. He's never <laughs> lost to Sobes. Yeah, yeah. He's never lost him. He doesn't know what it feels like. He's never lost to Sobes before. He's going to come out and beat him. He's undefeated against Sobes. That, I expect that to remain the same after this weekend. I almost lost to Sobes when he choked away the Cowboys-Brown game. When he yeah, that, 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 was the almost, that was really the only the almost time. Um, all right. I was going to say let's do stats on this one. There is no stats on this one. Let's go to the next game. Packers versus Cardinals. Game of the week potential. Season of on the line for the Packers. If they lose, it's over. Um, Kurtzman. What do you think about this one? I think that the Packers come into this game and see the, the scores that the Cardinals have been putting up the last couple weeks, and they're saying to themselves, we can score on anybody. We can score 30-plus on any single team. They've scored, I think they've scored 30-plus points in their last four games or three of their last four. And um, they look like a well-oiled machine on offense. Vin has that team absolutely rolling, um, really scoring almost every time they touch the ball. And I think that the Cardinals are going to have to be able to keep up and score in the 30s. Um, which is possible because the Packers defense has been is one of the lesser in the bottom half in terms of scoring defense points allowed. So I just I, I'm excited to see if Piscopo can keep up and the Cardinals can keep up in this one because you know that Vin is going to put up minimum 28 points probably in this game. That how do you feel about this matchup between the Packers and the Cardinals? Now, I'm a little pissed about last week. Uh, I had written down on my predictions the Packers are going to win. And I didn't want to come out and disrespect Tommy like that. Tommy's a good guy, and his team's been hot, and I went with them. <laughs> but my gut was, you know what, Ben? And I might not bet against him for the rest of the year. Uh, I, 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 he's, he's the kind of quarterback that if you want to pick out elite quarterbacks in this league, you can put his name at the top of the list too. You know, there, there's, uh, there's Zach, there's, uh, there's Mbimbo, and, and he's right there. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Kurtzman. Right? I'm sorry. I appreciate Kurtzman that. Right next I wasn't going to say I wasn't going to say anything. But... Uh, but the three guys I mentioned, they won there. titles before, so no, that's nice. where I'm going with them. Uh, <laughs> I might not, pick, like I said, I might not pick against them. I, I love the way he's playing. I love the way he's leading his team. Hopefully, they get a full team. Uh, you know, the, it, I was with Mikey today. Mikey's they're expecting a full team with Villan, with Tampa, yeah. Mikey, everyone there. I think so. Full team and a good defensive effort. They're going to be a tough team to beat. Yeah, Dylan. I think this is a very intriguing matchup for both teams. I think for the Cardinals, this is a good test for them. You know, seeing how good the Packers' offense has been lately, you have to expect, as good as the Cardinals, uh, you know, know their defense is, you you can't continue to rely on shutting teams down completely, and especially how good the Packers' offense is playing right now and how well Vin is playing. Uh, you, This is a test for you guys. This is a test for the against a weak Packers' defense. Let's call it how it is. The Cardinals need to get their offense right right now for the playoffs because you cannot win in the playoffs scoring 12 points per game. It's not going to happen. The teams at the top of the standings are too good. When the chips are down, you're, these teams are going to be putting up 25-plus. So you need to get to that level if you're going to have a chance to win the championship. And there's no better team than the Packers to get you right. Now, on the flip side of things, for the Packers, I think they're absolutely drooling in this matchup. I think the Packers are aware that they struggle to get stops, but... Going into a matchup against a weak Cardinals defense, let's put it out. Let's call it how it is. Um, I think that the Packers see themselves as someone that is going to score no matter what, and they think, okay, this is a little bit of a weaker offense. This is a matchup that we really like, and we can take advantage and uh, like blow it open a little bit. I'm not saying that that's my prediction, but I'm just saying 
that's I I feel as though that's what the Packers are going into this game thinking. Yeah, no, I think that um, I think that if the Cardinals are going to be able to win this game, they gotta score points. I think the Packers on offense are going to play a kind of a looser style. When you know that the other team's offense isn't as good as your offense, you can play a lot looser. The plays on offense don't always mean as much, at least early in the game. You can take a lot more shots down the field because you know that their offense is going to struggle to score, so even if our defense isn't as good, we'll probably be able to get a few stops. But on the flip side, Piscopo, go show us what Go show us the quarterback from weeks one, two, and three, because those that was the quarterback that was had the league on fire, thinking that you were in contention for MVP early in the season, playing the way you were. So we need to see some of that. Hopefully they have a full team. Hopefully Douglas is back this week, and hopefully his receivers and guys making are making plays for him down the field. I wanted to say this last week, Kurtzman. I think you called out Wiz on the podcast and told him to block. I was talking to Mikey today. He agreed with you, saying that Wiz played a phenomenal game blocking. This is going to be a game where if Tompkins and Douglas are there, and Musi, obviously, we talk about their line every week, the Cardinals, Wiz is going to have to have another performance exactly like that. So, I guess if you want to call, I don't want to call him out because he played phenomenal, but yeah. you got to... I think it's just you the whole offensive line. Yeah, you have to ask that entire offensive line for the Packers to come out and play great and give Vin that time to get the ball down the field. Um, I'll start with the pick here. I like the Packers in this one. Uh, I think I think I like the Packers honestly by uh, by a score or two. I, I think this is going to be a pretty handily win. I think they're trending in the right direction. I kind of feel the same way you do, Dad, in the sense that you know I don't like betting against Joe Piscopo, but I I'm definitely not going to bet against Vin Gargano when he's playing this well right now. So I am taking the Packers in this game. Uh, I'm also taking the Packers. I think that to go off your point about calling out with the offensive line, I think that. They all answered the call that we, you know, the pressure we put on them on the podcast last week. And now I want to see them continue to build upon that. You, you don't win a championship by playing good one game. You saw how good your team can play last game when you don't uh, donate, commit to blocking and commit to giving Vin time. I want to see them do it again, and I think they will, and that's why I'm picking the Packers. You know, I, I like I sitting here the entire time like praising how I think the Packers offense is gonna be so good and everything. But there's definitely a world where the Cardinals can win. I'm taking the Packers in this game. Um I think that Vin's offense is just gonna be a little too much for the Cardinals to handle. But that isn't a slight to the Cardinals. I just think that the Cardinals need to find more of an identity, a passing identity on offense. It seems like they're really just kinda doesn't always look like they know what they're doing on offense. A lot of um hesitation and a lot of um I'm not really seeing it great on the play calls. I just want to see the Cardinals' offense improve in this game. Um, I'm, I'm taking the Packers. If defense is the, the weak side of the ball for each of these teams and it comes down to a shootout, I'm going to take Vin uh, scoring more points. Uh, just that their offense has been a little more consistent than the Cardinals. So I'm going with the Packers. Clean sweep. We're all taking the Packers. Come out and prove us wrong, Cardinals. All right, let's move on to the next game here. No, Remember, we don't, I don't have the time slots yet. Lions-Bills. Kurtzman. Coming off a loss, Dylan coming off of just playing the two Bills. Two straight, no? Two straight losses, two straight losses. And, um, a, and an injury. Two straight losses, an injury, locker room turmoil, a lot of bad things. Lions trending uh, trending negatively here. I know Chris was not worried because, you know, two games, two losses by two points. That's just his favorite thing to say right now. Uh, Chris, are, are you worried about this matchup versus the Bills? Um, No, I think I'm taking them as seriously as I've taken every team so far this fear. year. 
What? Appropriate fear. Yeah, just you just take every game like it's you're playing against the best. I take I'm trying to make it like every game against the best team in the league, so you prepare the same way. Um, I was watching film last mm-hmm. night, just kind of trying to see what I want to do. I'm hoping to play. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so you're probable. I'm probable. Building excuse. Yeah. No, no, no building excuses. Um, no, I think we're gonna come out and be prepared. We got to practice in this week. Uh, got the guys on the field. Just kind of. Went through some stuff that we need to change up on offense, things we need to work on on defense. Um, productive time, I'm hoping that it translates to the, to the field. And if it if, if we need to get into another shootout where we're coming from behind, I think we're capable. We've shown that we've been able to score when it matters most and do the things that it takes to win. We just need to get back on track. I don't really know what else to say. Like, I'm not, like, I'm really, like, I know other people, other teams are worried when they lose two in a row. I'm really, like, I'm really not that worried. I think we're fine. I know True's out for the year, but I think we have guys that can fill into that role and play effectively, not necessarily as well as True. True was my first round pick, but, um, no, I think we'll be fine. I think the Bills pose a good matchup on the, on the defensive line, and I'm excited to see what my new O-line can do. I'd like to hear Kurtzman, um, acknowledge the the staleness that his offense has kind of yeah. snuck slipped into mm-hmm. the the box scores and the final scores don't suggest that they're still scoring. I think they're still first. Yeah, like in the I still like I still have so many yards we got down the field. We're just not scoring yeah. in the red zone. But that's those little tweaks are what it takes to win a championship. So I pre I. I respect Kurtzman for acknowledging that. And, he said uh, the, old, the typical Kurtzman playbook is not getting it done. No, it's not. What, what have I always said? The first couple weeks, first like five-ish weeks of the season, my offense, like I can just run the normal shit, and it kind of get it gets me usually four or five wins. And now, I and then the league figures you out. Hundred percent. So you're Ryan Fitzpatrick. Can't can't uh. get, can't get it done at the end. Same story. Is there a quarterback change coming this week? Kurtzman, <laughs> excuseman is hurt a little bit. I don't know. I think I, we might see a quarterback change this week at halftime because Kurtzman's hurt. <laughs> I think I, I think <laughs> I think this is uh this is a good test for Kurtzman's defense with trooping out for the year. The defense has been a little lackluster lately. The Bills' offense has been coming into their own. Um, I'm I'm curious to see how Kurtzman's defense answers the call. I am excited for the Bills because their offense is rolling and Seroff is playing the best football of the season and. Um, I just I look for them to continue to build on that, continue to move the ball and just put up points and see what happens. Dad, this is the uh, this is a statement game for the Bills. Uh, th- this is their primetime game. You're playing an elite team that's uh, reeling just a little bit. <laughs> just coming up with two losses, you have to make a statement. You have to enough. I don't want to say be competitive. You're gonna have to win this game. Mm. You have to come out and win this game. Uh, you want to show that you belong in this league. You want to show that you belong in the playoffs. You have to win this game. Oh, I'm sorry. I should just tell. They don't have, before you make picks, don't have Q, don't have Zach Stray, don't have Femi. They're getting a guy who is pro- is just as good as Q playing. I know him. I've seen him play in other okay. flag tournaments. Just as good as Q. So, But they don't, no Zach Stray, no Femi. So a little weaker on the receiver. Yeah, so, okay. That's going to be a little know. tough to pick now because those are key players for that team. Uh, no doubt if they bring a guy, I'm sure he's going to be good. But, again, you're playing with a team that you've been cohesive with for the whole season. 100%. It's tough to replace them. Uh, again, I, I think that Kurtzman prepares well for every game. One of the most prepared, uh, best prepared quarterbacks in the league. Uh, he knows his opponent. He knows how to attack his opponent. He watches the film more, probably more than any other quarterback in this league. So uh, that being said, I, I, it's not going to surprise me if Kurtzman has a big bounce back game and, and they win this game. I'm going to make a bold prediction. Kurtzman retakes the MVP lead after this week because he's going to win this game 
and I have Augie beating the Dolphins, which means Sobes will be put back at two losses. I got Kersman retaking the MVP after this weekend. Big Lions victory. What happened to Memo? He just skipped right by him? No, I be. I think Kurtzman with two losses and then IB with one loss. Because Kurtzman's got the best stats. Kurtzman has the best stats right now. If you look at the stats and break it down, I think even IB would tell you that Kurtzman would be more. It, it is. It's a regular season. If you look at the power rankings right now, they're probably sitting third behind. Uh, yeah, I have so. Yeah. You don't have to have the number one record in, in the league to be the MVP. You don't have. There's no. There's no rule that says that has to be the thing. I think if Kurtzman, Kurtzman would get my vote right now. If if he wins this weekend and then Sobes drops a game this weekend, I think Kurtzman would retake the lead in the MVP voting. Dylan, this this is tough for me. I I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Lions. I I want to pick the Bills, but without Zach, without Q, yeah, yeah, we said they're getting a sub that's equally as good as Q, but the chemistry won't be chemistry there. is unbelievable between them two. And I think last week they really found something with how to use Zach stretching the field, getting him involved. He was all over the field, all over the film. Is but Stephen the Demon playing? Um, I I I, I, I assume I, so. I didn't yeah, hear any, I didn't hear anything <laughs> against that. But I, with with guys being in and out of the lineup, and I, I can't pick against Kurtzman. Kurtzman, you're obviously taking yourself in this game. Yeah, I know. I'm taking. I don't know what you're. What are you doing? Nothing. Continue. Give me your pick. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm obviously taking myself. Um, I'm obviously taking myself in this game. I think we're gonna have a bounce back, and I think that guys that maybe haven't been involved as much are gonna make more plays than you expect in this one. Mmm. Little. Little teaser, a little teaser from Kurtzman. Alright, let's move on to the where it's clean sleep again on the Lions. You know the Bills after the first touchdown. They'll be screaming again, breaking news. I will not be there again this weekend. I have four games on Saturday, so I will I will not be there. Ranging from eight AM to four PM, so I will not be at the field again this weekend. So if you're going to yell, um, probably yell at Dylan, because I would assume you're not gonna be there either, Dad. Yell at yell at Dylan if you wanna yell at the uh, yell at someone from the podcast. Alright. Patriots versus Seahawks, another one. Seasons on the line everywhere. Patriots are sitting in the 18. They lose. Packers win. Packers have the tie break over them. We all think the Packers have a good chance to win. Seahawks might be the hottest team in the league right now, trending up. They're, they're, in terms of trending and how they're trending, they might be rising the most rapidly. Dylan, I'll start with you. How do you feel about this matchup between the Patriots and the Seahawks? The season's on the line for the Patriots. We've, we've sat here week after week gassing up Tommy, praising Tommy how great he is, and I still think that holds true, but they're playing an elite defense. The Seahawks are an elite defense. Yes. Um, and their season is on the line. Nine so, interceptions in the last two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. This is this is the biggest game of the season. <laughs> this is the biggest game of the season for the Patriots. There's no way around it. At one loss, it, it's, it, it starts getting bleak for them, so... That's that's very intriguing about this matchup. I think that I think that Tommy will be able to move the ball against the Seahawks. I am curious to see how I think the Seahawks are gonna have a full team this week for the first time all season. I mm. think Pip is playing, I yeah, think Pip's playing, Chase is back. Paul is playing yeah. and everyone's there. I think that <coughs> I, I feel as though not, it's not gonna cause problems because of course you wanna have your team back, but I think that they may struggle with what their identity is this week. We've mm. seen them in the past with missing guys. They knew they had to rely on their defense and, you know, keep it a low-scoring game. I want to see how they use all their weapons and ensure that all their best players get equal amount of touches to successfully move the ball. Kurtzman. I think this is a, a matchup of two different styles of play. One wow. team likes to muddy it up and keep the game dirty and, cl- uh, and low-scoring, and one team only plays in high-scoring games for the most part all season. 
And I think uh, the first half is going to have a big uh, influence on this game. Which team is going to be able to play their style of game? Um, it's going to be very important. Are the Patriots going to be able to hit on their deep shots with um, guys in the in the secondary like Pip, Paul, and Emmerich? Um, will the zone be able to contain Tommy Galante? Tommy's been very good at evading rushers, and this is probably one of the best D-lines he's going to play all season in Chase and Johnny. Um, will the Seahawks need to deviate on defense, maybe play some man if they if they see that the zone's not working? I am intrigued to see there's going to be a little bit of a chess match, and I'm intrigued to see which team is able to play their style and set the tone from the beginning of the game. Dan? I think this uh, defense for the Seahawks uh, will actually benefit Tommy Galante. I think that they rush two and they sit in a zone. I think Tommy could pick apart his own. Um, plus, he's got good mobility for a two-man rush. I think it, 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 it benefits the, uh, the Patriots in this game. So what's most important is uh, it could be the turnovers. Like I said, if Tommy uh, evades the rush, picks apart the zone, and, and uh, not limits the turnovers, has no turnovers, I think it uh, bodes well for the Pats. Same thing for, for Chase. If Chase is quarterback in this week, right? I, yes. I haven't heard anything different. If, if he cut, if he has cuts his, his turnovers down or has no interceptions, this makes for a good game. But like I said, uh, I'm going to go with Tommy against the zone here. Mm, very interesting. I was going to take the Seahawks until you made those points. I think Tommy against the zone, that's a very interesting thing because he could pick apart his own. Kirschman, you had to go. You were playing zone. We had to, just, we had to, we had to, we had to make, to we had to mix it, it up more. We yep. couldn't just stay in our normal 2-3 the entire game. Um, and that's why I was kind of uh, hinting at it during my like little portion of this, saying that you need to be able to adjust on the fly, deviate from your initial plan if it's not working, just be ready that you might have to play a couple different defenses against Tommy because Tommy was sitting back there against the Packers with two rushers, and he did throw three interceptions, but he still was picking them apart and moving down the field. Um, I do like the secondary for the um, Seahawks. the Seahawks a lot, and I do think the Seahawks are one of the better flag-grabbing teams in the league, at least that I've seen as of late. So I guess I'll make my pick right now. I am taking the Seahawks. I've picked against them the last couple of weeks. Um, I think they I think they're able to set the tone and keep this game ugly. I don't think Abby is playing. Um, Not sure. Questionable. Yeah, questionable. Um, I'm gonna stick with the Seahawks regardless. I think that. Chase, Chase and Paul combined are going to keep the turnovers to a minimum, one or zero from the Seahawks in this one. And their defense has shown that they're forcing turnovers. So go out there and make plays on the ball. I know they're going to be ready for this one. The Seahawks, they're hyped to be in fourth. They think they're for real. Let's find out if you're truly for real. Dylan, you know my pick. Cannot abandon as a president of the fan club. No, okay. you can't. CEO, no, you're, you're CEO, you're CEO. I'm the president, you're oh, CEO. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> right, CEO of the Tommy Lundy fan club. I'm taking the Patriots. I... For the Seahawks side of things, I the Patriots come out and punch the Seahawks in the mouth and score first two possessions against their zone, I I think that they need to switch things up quickly because they don't have the firepower to compete in a shootout. If it's if they're down two scores early, I think it could be over quickly. So Not you, saying it's gonna happen, but I, I they need to be able to adjust on the fly. They, their defense has been amazing, but that does not mean that it's guaranteed to work against a quarterback as good as Tommy. So I'm picking the Patriots. I'm going to agree with you here. I'm going to agree with you and take the Patriots in this game. Um, you made the good point. You don't know. This might be the first time uh, their full team plays together with the Seahawks. They might struggle with that identity crisis a little bit. Um, I'm going to take Tommy against the zone in this game, maybe some man as well. But I can't abandon the Tommy Galanti fan club, so I will be taking the Patriots. Dad. I'm going with the Patriots. 
Okay, really? So, three versus one, Kurtzman, this is a good chance for you. They might not want to hear that because every time I pick them. They lose. <laughs> so, but I am going to go with the Patriots. All right, last game of the day. Falcons <laughs> versus the Bucks. I'll start. I'm going to be honest about this one. I think this is a routing. I think it's going to be a blowout. You have the Falcons are the best defense in the league. The Bucks are playing like the worst offense in the league right now. They're not going to be able to score with them. And it, I think it's just going to come down to that. I think this is going to come down to IB is going to score. Justin, Jack, all the guys, they're going to make the plays they need to make. Johnny Mack, all of them. And they're going to get in the end zone. And the Bucks have shown us that they are really struggling getting in the end zone. We don't know what's going on with the quarterback situation there. Maybe we do see some more Sam Allen this week. Uh, maybe Joe has a great game. But I still think that you know evidence has told us up to this point the Falcons' defense is phenomenal. And on top of that, the Bucks are the most struggling offense in the league. I'm gonna, I'll come out with my pick, and I'll let you guys get into the game and the, the matchups here. But I think it's going to be a routing. I think the Falcons are going to win this one handily and remain at the top of the power rankings. I agree. I I cannot see the Bucks keeping up with them. I think the only hope for them would be for Mark Mayo to just absolutely take this game over. He's the biggest player in this game, pure size-wise. It's not even close. Yeah. Um, the Falcons' speed is going to prove to be way too much for the Bucks, and I, I, I don't know. I already called for the Sam Allen QB change. I think that going into the game against the Falcons, you know you are such heavy underdogs. You have nothing to lose. Kurtzman. Um, I think that, listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I think that the Bucks have a great chance of winning this game, but I, I mean... It's going to come down to how well you prepare to face IB in the zone and how well do you pull flags when when you're faced with it. They have the league's leading flag grabber in Damian um, and who's proven in years past to be able to kind of solve the grab, how to be consistent at grabbing IB's flag. And I do think that him, and him, Mark, and Sam Allen, John Romano, those guys on the line are going to really be the difference. And they're going to, if they're going to have a chance to win, they're going to have to be the difference on the line. They're going to have to be ready to play. And the athletes in the back are going to have to be ready to cover one-on-one because you're going to have to sell out on stopping the run. And that usually leaves vulnerabilities in the secondary. Um, I hope we see some more offensive creativity for the Buccaneers this week. I hope that they use maybe their strength on the defensive line, on the offensive line, to their advantage this week, using Mark in different ways against. He's by far the biggest body on this field this game. I hope that the Bucks can are able to keep this close. I really do, but I just the offense is even more stale than mine right now, and I just we need to see we need to see more before I can really come out here and say that the Bucks have a great chance of winning this game. That yeah, this could be a bloodbath uh, when you got a. a an offense like the Falcons uh, against uh, a struggling offense in the in the Bucks, like I said, could be a bloodbath. Uh, I think that Mark may be neutralized if he has to stay in and block Sedano. Sedano's a force on the defensive line. Um, if if, the, if that limits the amount of times that Mark has to go out for a pass and he has to stay in and block, then that could hurt them. Uh, Secondary-wise, you got IB and Justin in the backfield uh, that could neutralize Oliva and and uh, Billy. And Billy. And you got Jack the Reaper just, you know, roaming. <laughs> you know, and, and if if, uh, if Joe is under duress, then, you know, that, that just, you know, it sets up Jack perfectly. He reads the quarterback, looks at the distress, look where the ball can go, and that's why he's got as many interceptions as he has this week. So uh, it's, it's going to be a, a tough, it's going to be a, a really tough game for the, the Bucs. 
uh, we're all in. We all agree, right? We're all taking the Falcons. Queen sleep on the Falcons. Yes. Yeah. One thing I want to say is I am looking for IB to have his best throwing game of the year. I think that the way they're going to use Mark on defense this game is just going to be to bull rush the line and try to take out two or even three linemen at a time to just absolutely neutralize the option. And I think that they the Bucks could successfully do that with how strong Mark is. So, but that being said, I don't think that the Bucks have the perimeter defenders to slow down the Falcons receivers. So I'm looking for IB's best. I want to I want to see IB go off on offense, throwing the ball. I want give me give me 200 yards. Mm. All right, I like that. Yeah, I agree, Dylan. I think you know IB get yourself in there, uh, get yourself in the MVP conversation with the monster game here, and close it out. Come come for that MVP. Uh, that's all the games this week. I think that's going to be it for the podcast. Does anyone have anything to add before we uh, before we get out of here and see you guys on Saturday? No, right? Nothing. No one's got anything. Kurtzman, no message for the league. No anything. I really, I really don't. I just think the season continues on, and we're playing. Everyone's starting to really play some good football. It's time to nut up. It's you know, playoff time is getting close. You got to be in it to win it. Man, it's so. starting to get cold. Yep. Nut up, boys. All right, we'll see you guys at the field on Saturday. Till then, everyone go subscribe to the YouTube. Go subscribe on any podcast platform that you are listening to us on. We'll see you at the field on Saturday. Peace.